From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, the nation is gripped by a severe cold spell with heavy snowfall in store for the central region. Many households nationwide are facing high heating bills due to an increase in gas rates coupled with the latest cold wave. And a UN report shows that over 1 billion people in Asia-Pacific face food insecurity due to COVID-19 and the Ukraine crisis. This is KBS World Radio News, and I'm Hwang jang Piercing cold weather has continued into Wednesday, with cold wave alerts issued across the nation. Temperatures in most inland areas fell by up to 10 degrees Celsius from a day earlier to around minus 15 degrees Celsius on Wednesday morning. The morning low in the capital's hole slipped to minus 17.3 degrees, with the wind chill temperature falling to minus 23 degrees. From Wednesday night, western coastal areas in the central region are also likely to see snow. Up to 10 centimetres of snow is forecast for northern parts of North Gyeongsang province and the central region until Thursday. The cold snap is expected to let up briefly on Thursday before sweeping across the nation again on Friday afternoon. Up to 80% of passengers stranded on Jeju Island due to heavy snow are expected to return home on Wednesday. According to the Jeju Regional Office at the Korea Airports Corporation, flights had resumed at Jeju International Airport as of 7am with 40 additional domestic flights scheduled to accommodate the stranded passengers. Amid heavy snow and extreme weather conditions, all 476 flights to and from the island were cancelled on Tuesday, leaving some 40,000 passengers stranded. An increase in gas rates, coupled with the latest brutal cold wave, has led to a spike in heating bills, putting household finances under further strain. According to the Korea City Gas Association on Wednesday, the retail price of gas in Seoul this month stood at 19.691 per 1 megajoule, up 38.4% on year. The retail price is set by individual cities and provinces based on the wholesale price determined by the Korea Gas Corporation, which imports liquefied natural gas used for heating fuel. The wholesale price of gas for household use went up on four occasions last year, resulting in a 42% increase. This was largely due to the global energy crisis caused by the war in Ukraine, which pushed the cost of South Korea's LNG imports to a record high of over $56 billion. Rival political parties are placing blame on each other for the surge in heating bills, which has become a key livelihood issue amid the brutal cold snap. The main opposition Democratic Party took aim at the Yoon Sung-yeol administration, noting a series of public utility fee hikes carried out under its watch. The DP further cited government incompetence as the cause. Party leader Lee Jae-myung, in a Supreme Council meeting on Wednesday, said that vulnerable citizens were struggling with expensive electricity and gas bills and called on the government to increase the budget for energy vouchers. 
the ruling People Power Party hit back, saying that increase in gas rates was suppressed during the previous Moon Jae-in administration, while also pursuing its nuclear phase-out policy. The party argued that the aftermath of such misguided energy policies of the past are now taking a toll. They also accused the opposition camp of lying and misleading the public, as well as politicizing the issue. A group of United Nations agencies has released a joint annual report assessing that a convergence of factors such as the COVID-19 pandemic. The war in Ukraine, inflation, and urbanization forced over a billion people in the Asia Pacific to struggle with food insecurity and malnutrition. Kim Soyeon has this report. Four United Nations agencies, including the Food and Agriculture Organization and the World Food Program, published an annual report on Tuesday that said over one billion people in the Asia Pacific are facing food insecurity. According to the report, in 2021, an estimated 1.05 billion people in the region suffered from moderate to severe food insecurity, of which 396 million were undernourished. Nearly 75 million children below the age of five are stunted, amounting to half of the world's total. Poor diet quality also caused a rise in overweight and obesity among children in the region, setting off alarms as obesity has a major economic impact by reducing productivity and life expectancy while increasing disability and healthcare costs. The COVID-19 pandemic, the war in Ukraine, and inflation have pushed up the average cost of a healthy diet in the Asia Pacific to nearly four dollars a day, which is unaffordable for 1.9 billion people, or 44.5 percent of the region's population. The FAO Food Price Index, which peaked following the outbreak of the Ukraine war last March, has since declined, but still remains 28 percent higher than levels from 2020. The agency forecasts food import bills to hit a new record of 1.94 trillion dollars this year. The report expected the rapid urbanization in the region to further exacerbate the crisis surrounding food security and nutrition, with nearly 55 percent of the region's population forecast to reside in urban areas by 2030. Kim Soyeon, KBS World Radio News. A foreign cargo ship carrying 22 crew members sank in waters off Jeju Island on Wednesday, with eight of them still missing. According to the Coast Guard's Jeju branch, 14 out of 22 sailors aboard the Jintian Wood freighter have been found so far, while search efforts are ongoing for the remaining eight. Nine sailors out of the 14 rescued are reportedly unconscious. The 6,551-ton cargo carrier had 14 crew members from China and eight from Myanmar on board. It sank in international waters some 148 kilometers southeast of Sagipo on Jeju Island. The Coast Guard, which is conducting a joint search and rescue operation with its Japanese counterpart, said that the rescue sailors are expected to be transported to Japan's Nagasaki region. Former ruling People Power Party lawmaker Na Kyung-won announced that she will not run for party leadership in March, following a public row with the presidential office. At a press conference on Wednesday, Na said she will "quote unquote" courageously put down the leadership bid if that could mitigate public concerns over an internal divide and confusion within the party and help bring harmony and unity. The former floor leader said she plans to embark on a journey towards a new future and solidarity 
based on the spirit of sacrificing oneself for party interests and for persevering for harmony. The full-term lawmaker, who was a leading potential contender, recently had a run-in with the top office, widely believed to support PPP representative Kim Gi-hyun as the new party leader. After rebuffing Na's policy proposal as the vice chair of the Presidential Population Committee, the top office then fired her as both the committee vice chair and the climate ambassador. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index jumped 33.31 points, or 1.39%, on Wednesday to close the day at 2,428.57. The tech-heavy COSDAQ also rose, gaining 14.38 points, or 2%, to end the first working day after the Lunar New Year holiday at 732.35. On the foreign exchange, the local currency strengthened 3.81 against the US dollar to close at 1,231.71. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Centre in Seoul. I'm Kwon Jang-won.